Listener Production. A pinch and a punch for the first of the month. How old are you, like 10? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Mate, everyone's talking about Shaq being in the country. Yeah, he jetted off last week. Um, I watched the official Shaq after movie. Got up, got up to all sorts of hijinks, well, big man. No one's talking about Hasbulla. Well, I know Hasbulla was in the country because I saw him in a video with Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I was like, what? Shaq's talking to the Prime Minister and all this. He's everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. He was at, what was the shopping centre that he was at? Oh, uh, yeah, Bron, you know the shopping centre Shaq went to last week. He was at Greenvale Shopping Centre, which I can't tell you how crappy this shopping centre is in the northern <laughs> suburbs. It's so bad. I wonder why he went to that one of all places. Like, well, he's why a man not of the people. The guy, he, walks, he goes to Walmart and like buys people things at Walmart. Like The guy's a legend. Like he He's Shaq's shoes. Like Jordan's are like 200 bucks or something and Shaq's like, you know what? I want people who don't have all that much money to be able to wear Shaq's shoes and good basketball shoes. So mm. he does the deal and... Um, yeah, gets like, gets him out there. So well, maybe that's what he's doing out at Greenpoint Broad. Anyway, I, I, shout outs to Hasbulla as well for being here also. Do you have to explain who this guy is as well now? Yeah, he's a, he's a social media star. He's in lots of funny videos. If you don't know Hasbulla, you haven't memed hard <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's all we'll say. But look, we've got a bit of a meme lord on with us. I I really like this guy's um, dank content, and he does it uh, up there with the best of them. He's a brethren. We're part of the... uh Part of a village, man, alum, kind of alumni right. of Triple J Breakfast hosts. Mr. Bryce Mills will be joining us on the show today, and which I will might, be some very good times. I might also blow your mind. So let's jump into it. Hey, this is Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. At Byron Bay Writers Festival over the weekend, Alex Dyson and uh, was on a panel with a, a young author from Brisbane called Sarah El Said. And uh, she's written a memoir called Muddy People, um, a look at growing up uh, Egyptian Muslim Mm -hmm. in Brisbane, moving to Australia just after the September 11 happening, you know, the pressures on on her family in a a not very kind society at the time, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the, you know, the, the, the wonderful childhood that she had with her friends and she didn't really understand what was going on. So she was just living her life. It's really, you know, incredible book, incredible story. She was mentioning in the panel that one of the things that they weren't allowed to talk about uh, in the book that she wasn't allowed to include because it was a little bit too icky for what they believed the the younger audience would be into. Right. Was um, a story that she'd read in a sealed section. Well, well, well. (laughs) Wasn't that just an awakening? (laughs) A literary awakening. I tell you what, when you were tearing open the pages of that seal section, you knew you were going to get something that you would not be getting at home. I was talking to someone recently about the sort of the Dolly magazines and the girlfriend magazines mm. of the past. And, you know, we had a chat to the um, last video store, video store yeah. owner in Melbourne. I reckon the last young teen girls magazines must be holding out because... Tell you what, it was quite the time. And someone asked me, like, what was the boy equivalent to that? And I was like, you know what it probably was? It was Dolly and Girlfriend, but when you were on, like, a school bus trip and one of the girls brought yeah. it along, and you, like, <laughs> you pretended, like, oh, how weird is this? We're reading this and just going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. That is so interesting. Oh, my God. I used to work at a video – I mean, at a, uh, I did work at a video store, but I also worked at a news agency. And now that I think about it, I could be the reason why all these mediums are dying out. <laughs> 
I'm going to be the death of radio. Kiss of death, oh kind. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you, you know, the best day of the week was when they ripped off the front cover, mm. chucked all the magazines out. So you'd get to take your, your Cosmos, your Ralphs, mm. your FHMs, your dollies. And it was just Mad Monday when it came to uh, that kind Taking of thing. Taking Ralph's home, oh God. <laughs> well, anyway, well, the interesting thing about this is, Matt O'Kine, because yeah. I majored in creative writing, mm. all right, and people sometimes ask, oh, do you get to use your degree? And the first instance of me using my creative writing degree was as the guidance counsellor in Girlfriend Magazine. Guy, G-U-Y-dance. <laughs> The guy dance. And when I read oh. it, it took me two years to figure out what guidance counselor meant. But it was I was like, yeah, guy dance is in the dance of love with a guy. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I'll but never look, forgive myself for not getting wait, that pun earlier. Wait, was it guidance counselor Alex Dyson or were you anonymous? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like um tuxedo mask in Sailor Moon, <laughs> just with a red rose coming out of my mouth and a, and a uh, mask on. No, I um it was Alex Dyson. I think Scott Dooley did it before me when mm. he wrapped up. I got asked to do it. And so for a while I get letters coming in and like, I've just gone back in my emails. I did it once a month, three, these, 300 well, words. I always often wonder, are these legit emails or did you just come up with the question and then answer it? <laughs> well, you be the judge. Did I come up with this? <clears throat> hey, Alex. I was at the movies with my family and I saw a guy I used to go to primary school with. I hadn't seen him for about five years and he asked for my number while I was waiting and we were giving each other flirty looks. Oh, we texted that night and a few times after that, and we were both pretty flirty. But he always seems to disappear for about a month before he texts me again. Should I stop trying to text him because he never replies, or should I keep trying? Crystal. That sounds too real yeah. for you to make up. I, gotta I think tell it you. is real because one time I got a letter back from a person saying thank you for the advice. Really? Yeah. So, um, but Do you know what advice you gave Crystal? Because I'm, I'm intrigued because now I'm like... Oh, I don't know, because you don't want to... Sometimes people mm. need prompting, you know. Mm. If you like someone, you should probably just, just message them. Like Potentially, yeah. You know, there's nothing to lose. But then also, you don't want to be played, do you? You do not want to be played. And he sounds like a little bit of a player. If he's disappearing for a month every time... For a month is a long it time. It is a yeah. long time. I mean, a couple of days. But he might he might be trying to hit it out with someone else. When that fails, then he falls back to Crystal. It's just not, just not good, you know? Well, I do have it. It's, it's, you know, a little bit long. I won't read out the whole thing. But what, what I basically say is... My general rule for your situation is to just wait it out. The ball is in his court, and he knows it's in his court. So if you keep chucking balls over his fence into his court, they're going to be bouncing off the walls everywhere. He'll be tripping over them, and it'll get quite annoying. No, just sit back, relax, and wait for him to chuck it back. Oh, interesting. Okay, I the see The only exception for this are big events where a text would be appropriate. I count birthdays, Christmas, New Year's, and maybe, maybe Nobel Prize wins. It's nice to get a little, just wanted to say happy birthday, which shows you're a nice person. You're still interested and you value the friendship you have. Anyway, that's how it sort of goes. Yeah, you forgot to add, uh, if all else fails, a simple you up should work. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> which would be good. So I thought, why don't we bring it back. And so we're introducing right now, All Day Breakfast's very first... Can you hear me, Alex? Alex, can I ask you a question? It's called Go Ask Alex. Michelle has, is the first Ask Alex. Oh, uh, Michelle says, how do you bring up the what are we chat after dating for a while? It feels awkward. Oh, interesting. Well, first cap off the rank, Matt, you better... um. You better go, what, what is your, you know, scenario with that? Have you, have you been stuck in this situation before? Oh, but yeah, but I would usually just say exactly how I feel. Mm -hmm. Sort of just say, just go like that's, 
this is just mm. how I'm feeling and this is what I would like. And uh, if it's not matched, mm. then then there's no point in really sort of going on. Mm. Well, I, th- I think there's two things in a relationship that can be quite touchy, you know, where there's the, there's the anus, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can be a bit touchy. <laughs> But bit even licky. <laughs> <laughs> that, anyway. That's tricky. I think that said tricky there. Um, <laughs> but there's also the onus. Okay. And you make a very good point here, Matt O'Kine, Where Where is the onus? So if you are saying, Michelle, to this particular person, what are we? The onus is suddenly on the other side of the fence. Okay, but if you do say, as Matt described, here is what I'm feeling. I really like you. I'd do that. And actually, I've been feeling I would really love to be exclusive because I would love to keep all this love in this relationship and make each other feel special. And that's what makes me feel really good. You know, that kind of thing. It's, oh, it's even going, you saying that, I'm like, yes, a million <laughs> times. Yes, Daiso. So, and you could, do, you could do it without pressure. It's like, hey, no pressure. If you've got a timeline, you know, it's that, not that kind of thing if you're not feeling it, but it's something I'm really working towards and I'd love some clarity around it. But again, you know, there's, you don't want to put them on the spot, yep. but raising it as something that over the next couple of weeks, we can keep working towards, we can keep going uh, because as you'd say, keep going the compliments as to why you want to be exclusive with this person because they've got great personality. They're brilliant conversationalists, mm. okay? Got a great anus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> you can then sort out your anuses from your onuses and you can have a happy, long-lasting relationship. So I hope that helps, Michelle. I hope it helps you too. And if you've got a more specific question, please ask Alex. Uh, Matt.ad.alex on Instagram or hit us up mattandalex.com.au It is now time for Mind Alone That's right, the most explosive segments in podcasting, particularly in relation to minds Um, Matt O'Kine brings in the best fact he's learnt this week, the one that is the most unbelievable yeah, the most incomprehensible. Well, it's just the one that makes me go, oh. <laughs> <So>, Things <laughs> that make you go, oh. <laughs> so, um, you know that I'm filming the movie. Uh, it's still, I'm still yet to really be able to talk about it, but. Ugh. We were Teasing doing, us with this. We were doing a night shoot. Now, night shoots are grueling things, Alex Dyson. It's cold. Mm. And let's just say that in the actual world of the movie, it's not supposed to be that cold. <laughs> It's supposed to be a hot, balmy night. <laughs> it is. It really is. It's supposed to be a hot, balmy night. And every time we take a, like, say anything, just mist comes on our breath. And it's like, uh, I don't know how we're going to cover this up in the uh, post. Why are all the characters smoking in this scene? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but there was a, uh, there was like a bit of a crane out there to give a moonlight effect. They put a very big kind of uh, yep. light very high up. Um, and it was, uh, it's on a big crane and this crane would be, I'd I say. I mean, how, how many moths, how many moths <laughs> around that movie light? <laughs> how many? Go on, be honest. And, um, I, look, I couldn't, I couldn't notice any of them. I mean, they're all, yeah, maybe they're all like, uh, moths trying to get into movies, um, <laughs> dropping by with their headshots. Um, so the crane that was on the base of the crane. I would say was quite big, sort of the size of a caravan, let's say. 
You mean the truck that was on the base of the crane? Well, you know the the, the thing that the, the the where the crane was connected to the ground, right? Yeah, the little yes. truck thing, not the arm, yeah. just the trucky bit. Yeah. It was about yeah. the size of a small caravan, and mm-hmm. um, but it looked more like the Mars rover, right? And oh, right, big wheels. Yeah, exactly. And and someone said, "Oh, I reckon that is actually the size. That's how big the Mars rover would be, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of like the size of a biggest truck." But here's the thing: Do you know what's so ridiculous? This what? whole time, I've thought that the Mars rover was like the size of a small <laughs> remote control car. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was so small. I was like, no There's way. Hot Wheels going around yeah, up there. I did. I really <laughs> thought. I honestly thought it was about the size of a skateboard. Like, I just didn't understand <laughs> at all. And so when I Googled it, I was like, oh, you're right. The Mars rover is three meters long, about three meters yep. wide, and about two meters tall. So that blew my mind. But this is not the fact. <laughs> Okay, I was about, I had my finger hovering over the mild groan. <laughs> so you're very lucky, but that's not the fact. That's not the fact. No, 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 that's not the fact. I got a real fact. I got a real fact. All right. Fun fact. All right. This is thanks to Fermat's library uh, on Twitter. In 1792, a new representation of time was introduced by the French. It was called the French Revolutionary Time. And they used Whoa. the decimal system. To define time so that one day was divided into 10 hours with 100 minutes per hour and 100 seconds per minute. Wow. Right? So, clocks would only go up to 10 instead of 12 and it would literally only and go around w- once. It would be, right, so each hour would be like two and a bit hours in this yes. current system? Yeah. yeah. And um, and, it, and like it, it, it all makes actually perfect sense. But mm-hmm. the problem was, was there every, any is there any leap years or leap decimal hours or something like this that? This is a this is a very good question which I don't actually know the answer to. But what I do know is that they gave up on it only four years later. It just failed because having to get too many like Why? having to redo these new clocks that had these three different faces on them. A hundred, hundred, hundred seconds, minutes, hours. Well, 10 and then 100 minutes underneath, yeah, and then 100 seconds underneath. Uh, and and, it, and it, it failed. And so they just decided So the French to, retreated from the idea. Mind blown. Oh, blown. That would have been pretty cool because here we are in 24-hour time, that getting thrown in, you know, that is pretty rough. Imagine like back in the day, you know, having to try to figure out whether you're talking in decimal time or the standard time. You know, there's no Google just to figure out what time is it in France right now. Like it, it it'd be, yeah. it'd be a little yeah. bit, it'll be a little bit uh, difficult. But I tell uh, you anyway. what, if you said you were just gonna duck out to the pub for an hour, <laughs> you'd get a lot more bang for your buck. <laughs> a perfect stuff. Two That's and a half how you convince everyone. Like that. That's how you convince <laughs> the, the world. Yeah. Hey, look, we love getting your mind blowns as well. Please send us a voice memo with a fact that's been blowing your mind, matt.n.alex on Instagram, or hit us up at mattandalex.com.au. This week's mind-blowing fact comes from Danielle. So I follow an ex-contestant of the Great British Bake Off on Instagram, and they were churning their own butter one day, and... I got the complete shock of my life when they said, put the buttermilk to the side. I never quite realised that buttermilk is literally like the juice or the excess or the byproduct of making butter. So buttermilk is literally butter's milk. There we go, Danielle. What do you reckon, Matt? I mean, I'm not blown away. I think I kind of <laughs> knew that, though. Wild. Mild. Grown. Grown. Oh, dear. Matty boy, calling the, the buttermilk. What is buttermilk, though? 
as in, I know Daniel's just explained it to me, but do we use it for anything? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a common ingredient in like baking. So there's pancakes mm. or uh, I think scones can also be used in it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, each to their own. I just, I just, I was more impressed by the fact that the Mars Rover was not a, um, <laughs> a remote control car. I love wine and everything about it. What are you into wine? I love wine. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All right, Matt O'Kine, it's time to welcome someone to the show who is sitting in the same seats that we have sat in previously, which technically means our bums have touched. That is the one that and only Bryce Mills. G'day, Bryce. <laughs> I thought about it like that too, actually. Uh, I'm glad you said it finally out loud. That's that's how I see it too. What's up, bum buddies? How are you? Bryce Mills, you are one half of uh, Bryce Nebby, the new Triple J Breakfast uh, team for this year, 2022. It's been a pretty, uh, you know, still a tough and disruptive year for everyone. You've had multiple bouts of COVID. Your co-host has had COVID. You've had other people coming in and out, etc. But at least gigs are kind of back again. And the world is somewhat returning, returning to normal. What, um, how have you found the gig? Anything really unexpected? Here's, here's my theory about it all. It's so messed up. I reckon, I reckon because in, in COVID and lockdown, we were so uh, subject to other people's decisions. There was no control that we would have over anything. So I think what would happen is people would be listening and they're thinking, you know, damn it, I can't, I can't control this, what's going on around me, but I can control Bryce and Ebony. And if they say like <laughs> one <laughs> fact, like slightly wrong, I will go to town on them. And, you, you know, you talk about... The, you know what's happening in Melbourne and people in Sydney would be like you don't understand what it's like in Sydney and people in Adelaide they'd, they'd have that like you know they'd have like a four day one and be like you guys don't get it like we're freaking out over here <laughs> bro don't I mean no look haters I mean I've, I've really learned to embrace the haters it's a really good mm. sign it just means that there's actual brand growth for you as a person so uh, when there's when there's radio silence, that's what you need to worry about. Absolutely. Well, you, those side podcasts and a great one that you do, Bryce, uh, alongside someone who we've chatted to on this podcast before as well, Campbell Walker, aka Struthless. God is dead. You've been doing that for a while, and you're going to a live show. Can you give us a, like a brief rundown of what this podcast is about? What's the angle of the podcast? You definitely need to first explain to people that it's not religious. It's just basically the question is like, look, we reckon that all this stuff we find on the internet is just proof that humanity's doomed and, and there's no hope, there's no God, there's whatever. And I mean, mm. that sounds like, you know, pretty bleak, but we do find stuff that, that proves us wrong. And so it's kind of just a collection of the worst stuff we've found and not like, I think people will think, you know, surface level, like, oh, it's, is it just gross stuff? It's, man, it can be it can be gross stuff. It can be people like, you know, let's say family YouTubers like using their kids for views and like clearly mm. just like they, the family hates it, but you can tell they're just trying to make money from it. There's stuff like that. There's- well, I, I saw, I saw, I saw a story about uh, they, they had, to, they went to jail, didn't they? There was a couple in America <gasps> that went to jail because they, oh my God, what did they do? What did they do? There was there was a couple. Um, there was a, a channel a while ago called Daddy O Five, and it was like yes, a dad and his new wife. So it was like some of her family and some of his family. It was five kids, so Daddy O Five. And basically, what was happening was like this channel would be doing these pranks. But when I say pranks, it would be like 
you know, let's say uh, one of the kids had like in the past, there was one kid that always like target. This is one kid who would, he like spilled something on the carpet once and like, what's up guys? Like we got this disappearing ink. We're going to squirt it all over the floor and then we're going to make Cody think that he did it. And so they squirt it and they're like, get upstairs. And he comes upstairs and they're like screaming at him. And then it's like, just kidding. Just kidding, the camera's here and it's horrifying. It's so horrifying. And then the kid's obviously like, what's wrong with you? And he's screaming, like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Like, yes, you did. Pretty bleak. Every day we stray further from God. But the the thing with the live show is it's kind of all the stuff that we it's been too hard to put onto the podcast. It's going to get pretty cooked when it comes to uh, the live show. Well, look, uh, exciting times for you guys, mm. and it's, uh, it sounds like a massive tour. You're going right across uh, five different dates, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Newcastle, mm. and Canberra. And uh, you can head to tickettech.com.au, uh, search God is Dead, and you'll be able to find uh, your way around. I think That's plenty it. of that would be plenty of fan fiction would be creeping into the into the works of the worst stuff on the internet. I'd say as well, Bryce. Oh, dude, we had um we had one on the podcast. It was a fan fiction between Goku from Dragon Ball Z and Anne Frank. Uh, was one that we found, for example. <laughs> so it gets pretty bad out there, man. And that's like one of the more popular ones. Um, yeah, I am I know, not making ever... any comment. Oh, don't, dude. No. It's, it's fucked. It's it's no. so bad. Like it is not. It's definitely definitely don't get it twisted. We're not like. Yo, like I wish I wrote this, you know. It's uh, yeah. it's definitely it's messed up, and it's also written by like a kid, you know. I assume so. That that's mm. the problem. We were, we were kind of lucky, I guess. I probably got social media when I was maybe like ten, but imagine being like seven and and worrying about likes and stuff. Like I don't know, Matt, how you feel with uh, raising a child in the uh, iPad world, but um, it's it's well, she be knows how harder. to take a photo. Do you know what I mean? She can pick up. She's three years old, and she'll pick up our phone. And then open the camera and take a photo of herself, and then turn the camera around and take a photo of us. Wow. You know, like it's like it's it's wild. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, grown adults don't know how to flick the camera around. <laughs> yeah, There's a exactly. lot of under chin pics from adults. <laughs> Sophia O'Kai, not so much. But Bryce, thank you so much for hanging out with us. All the best with the God Is Dead live tour, and hopefully we'll get to chat to you again. Appreciate it, guys. Well, time to get the bill, Alex Dyson, because we are putting our knives and forks down on another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. And if you'd like to be part of the show, make sure you're following our Instagram, matt.and.alex, where we post a bunch of questions and the odd dank meme or two. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.